that is Nicole. Hello. And Mama K. <laughs> hello. Brennan has such a, like a hello, everybody. It's Brennan. So. Kind of Muppetish. Is what it like? <laughs> <laughs> <Fuzzy> bearish. <laughs> yeah. And tonight we're doing Raya and the Last Dragon. Raya and the Last Dragon, new Disney film in theaters and on Disney+. Plus. I heard about this a little bit back. Pretty excited for it. Uh, a, a, not a huge fan of Frozen. Moana's pretty good, uh, but I thought this one looked the most up my alley. The new the new wave of Disney warrior princesses, I guess, is what they would be more referred to as. Um, oh, okay. You guys know anything about this going in? Yeah, yeah. Um, they've been sort of, you know, Disney's been hot on it for a while, and I'm glad they finally released it. I actually didn't hear about this this kind of sprung up on me i had no idea that disney was making another movie the only thing that i saw i did see some controversy about it maybe a week ago at the like earliest i saw that people were kind of in a little bit of an uproar that this particular movie is about southeast asian culture however southeast asian countries do not have access to disney plus and it was creating like a big stink with people because they felt like they couldn't enjoy it which really kind of sucks um so that's that's the extent that i've heard of this and i didn't hear about it before that Oh, I heard about a different controversy that they didn't get the correct type of uh, Asian people to to portray the like they're not all of Southeast Asian. Uh, not descent. I can't think of the word. So, they're not all of South <laughs> descent. Descent. Background. Yeah. Ethnicity. Ethnicity. South. They're not all Southeast Asian ethnicity. Some are from other parts of of Asia, and that's all I heard. Which I think is a. I don't know. Is, is it too nitpicky? I don't, I'm not sure. But uh, anyway, uh, yeah, I had heard a lot of things about this. The white in. guy is one of the voice actors. So what's the big deal? Yeah, but he's the voice actor for like an animal. So it's like, yeah, you know, totally whatever. acceptable. Like, and animals are, and I guess animals are whatever. I mean, I guess the dragon's an animal. But uh, anyway, she's she's sometimes a human. Uh, long ago in the <laughs> fantasy world of Kumandra, humans and dragons lived together in harmony. But when an evil force threatened the land, the dragons sacrificed themselves to save humanity. Now, 500 years later, that same evil has returned, and it's up to a lone warrior, Raya, to track down the legendary last dragon to restore the fractured land and its divided people. So that sounds interesting to you. Uh, it's on Disney Plus for uh, a lot of money. I don't know, like thirty bucks, $30, something like that. Yeah, oh my yeah. god, a little steep, yeah. a little steep. So if you if you're not in a place with the you know theaters and you have a hundred like, people guess, watching it, and that can, can all Venmo you for it. <laughs> I well, guess I mean, if, if you're, you're like a family, a family of four, of, you know. I guess that's... if you're a family of four and you get snacks at places, usually, then yeah, it'll be it would be worth it to to stream it for that uh i mean you know nicole and i saw it in theaters because we are two people and i have the pass so i it didn't really cost me anything extra and Marka, you finally returned to a theater after several month absence right because you're in a place that uh has yes, that has a now. theater uh for some reason this wasn't playing at the theater closest to where i'm at which um it's not playing at that type of theater cinema cinemark i think it is it's not playing at a cinemark huh cinemark's yeah. a pretty big chain yeah, and they're like, nope, we're not playing it here. And I'm like, oh, well, that's too bad. So I went to a much smaller, um, maybe independent theater, and there were 10 theaters in that theater complex and um, four cars outside. And Yeah, that sounds like it's like when I usually go. Sometimes if it's a, like a Friday night, there'll be like 10 cars. So maybe 11 or 12. <laughs> if you haven't seen Raya, it's there's like one more time Disney Plus and in theaters. I guess not at Cinemarks and where you yeah. South Carolina right now in South Carolina, uh, but yeah. right. But uh, go check it out if you have an interest because we're going to spoil it here now. We rate things here at Films with the Women of My Life based on four criteria, and those are the plot, the characters, the visual and sound, and the overall resonance and feel of the movie. I just kind of gave you the background, where dragons and people lived in harmony in Kumandra, and the evil bad guy spirit is called the Droon. It uh, petrifies people, turns them to stone, and then sucks their life up, and then multiplies, and then terrorizes everybody. 
might mm. be some deeper thematic meanings to that, perhaps, when we get further in. Uh, but there are five parts of Kumandra that get fractured into five separate tribes after the dragons sacrifice themselves and, and disappear. Uh, so that is fang, heart, spine, talon, and tail, all different parts of the dragon-shaped land. And so these are five warring tribes. They don't get along. They're, they have a power struggle. The main thing they're f- kind of fighting over is this orb that uh, the dragons created as a last-ditch effort to save humanity from the Druun. And it's currently being kept in the Heart Tribe, which is watched over by Chief Benja. Benja and, uh, and he has a daughter who is our protagonist, Rhea. And uh, they are defending it, uh, not just from the other tribes, but they're kind of keeping it safe. It's it's uh, keeping the evil spirits out. But the other tribes are restless, and they feel like uh, the Heart tribe is keeping it all for themselves. And uh, they their lands are not as prosperous because they have this unfair advantage. Uh, but the chief wants to squash the beef, and he invites everyone together to have a feast to try to bring the tribes back together. And it does not go well. Uh, there is some backstabbing. We're introduced in some new characters who go throughout the movie. Uh, a lot of squabbling. And in the end, the orb is broken. And uh, the spirits are re-released. The Druun spirits are re-released and are now terrorizing the land once more. And then we flash forward to six years later where most of the movie takes place. Where Raya is now a young adult, maybe a late teenager. And she is uh, with her uh, her animal sidekick, Tut-Tuck. Uh, is searching the land for the last dragon, who is uh, a water spirit named Sisu, who we are going to learn or meet in a little bit. And mm-hmm. with Sisu, they are going to go through the land and try to get all the pieces of the ore back together so they can stop the Droon, and they have to learn to work with people and a lot of trust kind of stuff going on in here. So that's our jumping off point. Plot-wise, what do we think of this, Nicole? Mm. Well... The concept of it is kind of reminiscent of other Disney bad-ass women movies, I guess. But it does have a really interesting spin on it in the sense of having this, like... I mean, they're all kind of the same. But I'm, I'm not saying it's a bad thing right now. You know, I, I, I like the idea of the five sectors that got split up after this happened and now they're all you know fighting because of whatever happened and it's an interesting concept and um really gave us a good opportunity to have these cool five different lands that we can see how they evolved over the years and progressing and picking up a character from each place till we get to the end and we have a cohesive group is really a good call for them to do so i like i like that i think that the whole dragon thing was really awesome too i wish that there was kind of more set in place location for this because it felt like i couldn't pinpoint where it was supposed to be and i don't know if they did it on purpose it was just supposed to uh, this is exactly what you were talking about brendan it's supposed to encompass this whole region of the world but there's so many different things maybe that's why they split it up into five to give it a little piece of this country a little piece of that country or maybe it's supposed to be fake altogether. i don't know but if they had driven it a little bit more into a certain area i think that people would have felt more involved in it and someone could embrace it more because i can see how there would be people that are like i can't embrace this character because it's not exact to me and I, I maybe that's why everyone has a problem with it but i really did like the story and i liked the way that the characters interact i thought it was fairly funny in in a lot of scenes i thought it was really heartwarming in a lot of scenes and i thought it was pretty well action-packed so um i'm gonna give it i'm gonna give it a 3.5 did you not get the um i'm trying to say what the lands not uh, you couldn't distinguish the different lands they were in, or you didn't know what they were representing in the real world. I don't know what they were specifically representing in the real world. I don't know if they were supposed to be like real I don't think that they, or something. I don't think that they are, but when you classify something as Southeast Asian, that's pretty broad. And for people to, to come back and say that they felt like it wasn't geared towards a specific thing, and it was just kind of a mismatch of a bunch of different uh, I see. people... 
I could see how people could be a little bit confused about it and a little bit like, I don't, that's not really how, how it is here. That's not really my culture. And they have to be a little more, I guess, specific about it if they want to go that route, because calling something Southeast Asian is literally calling something European and, or something African. Like there's so many different cultures to encompass in that. How can you try to drive it towards someone if that's what they're yeah, going for? Yeah, they played it broad. I don't think they focused on that. The story was much more specific on MacGuffin chasing, really. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I just try to understand what you meant there. What do you What do you got, uh, Mama K? Well, I mean, sort of piggybacking on that is that, I mean, I know that Disney put it out there as a Southeast Asian movie, but I mean, if you think about like Frozen, um, is Frozen Norway? Is it Iceland? Is it Sweden? Is it Den? You know, where where is that? Well, I was thinking of Moana too. Which put like it's not is it a specific Pacific island over on an, another Pacific island, or is it well, a, kind of an I amalgamation? Just feel, of... I feel like no one has brought that to our attention. Like like people talking about how they feel. I don't want to say offended because I don't know if these people are offended, but confused about that as much as this one. People aren't like, oh, I can't relate to Frozen because I don't know what northern country it is or something like that. You know what I mean? Right, but I'm, I'm just saying that Disney lays a premise for that that I don't think they do. a lot they do. of the time that they, that they, I mean, they certainly borrow uh, extensively from many cultures. And I think by not saying you know mulan was china i mean that was they specifically pointed that out this was not specific i understand the issues that people are having with it but i don't think it's um maybe they misstepped saying southeast asia when really none of this is based in any you know there are no dragon shaped countries or continents that i know of um so i mean this is just all it you know the there's poetic license involved in in most anything that you you watch so i think that that's that's how and you know to kind of contradict myself on what i'm saying like i don't see at the same time how people can be offended about this because what the point that you brought up that people are upset that there's many different asian people being playing the roles isn't that what disney is probably trying to do by calling it Southeast Asian, we can have these different groups of people play these parts, and it's a cult, like a culmination of it. Like, why are people getting so offended? I, I think maybe the the offense is over. I think it's about as poor that uh, Soul had a like it's about the outrage of soul which again this is a critically acclaimed movie most people like it i think the complaint is more um it's a smaller group and it's more clickbaity than anything so i don't know if uh, this is getting yeah horrible backlash that's just the little the little snippets on the online i heard about it um mm. i think most people yeah. are pretty okay with this <laughs> well yeah so i mean okay so the plot the plot about it um yeah it's kind of it's it's not far off of your standard disney um plot but I have to say the the pacing of this movie and just all of the bits and pieces of it that we're going to talk about later in some other stuff I'm going to gush about was really perfect for me. I, I, I found that it was geared way more to the adult senses than probably to children's senses. There's it's it's pretty aggressive and pretty violent. I mean, there's fun pieces about it, but some of it's a little I mean. I don't know about you, but that baby ooh, scared me in the very beginning. <laughs> the baby the scared you? On with that baby. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the kind of thing as a kid that I would probably go home, you know, not think about too much while I'm watching the movie and then go home and then, you know, tuck myself in bed and then all of a sudden be laying there with my eyes staring at the ceiling going, that baby's creepy as hell. So, um, so yeah, so, I mean, there's, there's things that are problematic in the plot that I, I think is just like a Disney thing where you know you you don't have the bad guy is like now the the bad guy in disney used to be like an ursula now it's this nefarious purple thing very reminiscent of you know maybe their connection with with marvel um but there's just the bad guys are not bad guys which is not necessarily a bad thing anymore that there's not this you know classic villain the you you sort of understand the, the villain in this movie through um, what happens with the plot. So I'm going to give the plot a three just because it's 
kind of basic formulaic. Well, there is an antagonist. There's a human antagonist, and that's uh, Namari, who is Raya's for five seconds friend, and her mother, and the ki- and the Fang Kingdom. Right. They're the of of the five kingdoms. They are the most like backstabby and and power hungry of yeah of but it all comes out in the wash you know what i mean well yeah so. they have to learn and they have to make character changes and you know they're no, they are not down to they're not the bad guys who will who are they're not uh yeah ursula's or gaston's or or even uh was the it's not as obvious anymore well even even if it's those a, were so obvious or flat one-dimensional i mean that's if you right. want to look at it that way they're not one-dimensional or so. the or the twist comes like i'm thinking in frozen who's the bad guy in frozen that uh prince right the prince who's trying to uh who's trying right. to just get the kingdom mm-hmm. like that's a twist that yeah. comes two-thirds of the way in our twist to find out the fang tribe is nefarious is imme- like immediate it's in the first before the end of the first act which i turned into call i was like yeah. oh the little girl she's making friends with that's gonna be a bad guy like she's gonna turn on her of course and i, yeah. and, and yeah, I didn't course. expect i thought it was gonna be a third act twist but no it was a and a middle of first act twist which is actually kind of refreshing because then i'm like all right well that's already happened now we can get on with the story and it's a, it's a MacGuffin chasing story and the the lands are enjoyable enough the pacing is very good i think i think the pacing is very good for yeah. an hour and 47 minute movie that's long for a kid's movie that's an animated movie that's that's typically it's like 20 minutes over what you really want to aim for uh but i didn't get bored i don't get too many rough patches um i guess the lands i i I personally like wish i knew more about each individual ones because a lot of them are kind of generic like i know nothing about the tail land the spine land i get I think the spine land is actually kind of a good thing because we get we get we get the spine land in five seconds and we totally understand spine land, uh, but we spend a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Is that where the where the big man comes? The from? The big guy, yeah, uh, Tong. We we understand that land very quickly. Uh, we spend a lot of time in Talon land, which is uh, it's there's some good stuff in there. Um, pacing's good, uh, storytelling's good. Um, it is a pretty generic plot, but uh, by the end, I think it really hits its punches. Even if you knew where a lot of them were coming, so I'm at a three five. I have I'm higher in some other categories here uh, because I I think this is quite good. I think this is, I really enjoyed this movie. Characters: Raya is our protagonist. Sisu, who we've talked about a lot, is the goofy young water dragon spirit who can also turn to a human sometimes so it's uh that's aquafina she looks like aquafina when she's a person uh and then <laughs> she to- then she's got yeah. her her squad her misfit squad uh the the 10 year old bone from uh Tailland, uh tong boone. Bo- yeah sorry boone right. from when i'm reading the character names i'm like i can't i can barely uh, can't do it uh tong from Spineland. You okay <laughs> what so or you're okay? writing. <laughs> you guys always struggle with names, and when I can't remember the name of the character from the movie, I just like because it's a lot. You know, it's a good amount of characters. I don't remember everyone's name off the bat. Anyway, Tong is uh, <laughs> the warrior from Spineland. Uh, Little Noi uh, is uh, the baby, and he has a squad of monkeys from Talonland. Uh, and then yes. the, the Fang people are uh, Namari, and then the mother is Verana. Uh, there's also T- Chief Benja, which we didn't talk about. He gets uh, he gets. Uh, put away for the first after the first act uh and tuck tuck the big rolling animal creature uh i think that's pretty much everybody of major <laughs> note what do you think of these characters mom okay well tuck tuck i believe is a giant insect roly-poly um yes. i don't oh, know i thought what it else was to... an armadillo maybe but maybe <laughs> no did he have a tail that was the thing oh i don't I know <laughs> it was actually a, yeah so characters i i love tuck tuck a lot because he is not just a character and a sidekick he's her vehicle and like this is the best part is if you've got you know you're not going to ride a horse that's pedestrian that's mulan let's ride a roly-poly this is amazing (laughs) um i like that i like the characters in this and i think i like them because i sort of i i recognize the people who uh, the actors that play them because not only, you know, the voices of them, but they really do have the characteristics of, I mean, Aquafina is a given. Um, she's interesting to, to watch and she's got a very uh, specific voice pattern and everything. And so she's, she's the easy given one, perfect 100%. But even, you know, Kelly Marie Tran as, as Raya is, I see her face in, in her, even though, I mean, they definitely have different, like a facial structure but i see the way that she 
says things and it's just really, um, it, it pulls me right in to have characters that I feel like I already sort of know a little bit. And I enjoyed all of the sidekick characters, even as much as I kind of like crapped on the baby a little bit to start. She was really fun and, or he, I think it was a she, but I'm not sure. But it was just, they were, the way that they got together and the, the little boy and everyone's story about, you know, this is six years after the snap, basically. And <sighs> everybody's character is just so, um, the, it, it, everyone brings something to the table and it just fleshes it out. If this were just Raya's story alone, it wouldn't do it for me. This is having all the, all of these characters around and how they interact and how they become sort of this little, this little family, which is what her, you know, her father wanted all along was this, all these people to get together, um, really brings me along with the story. Uh, the big bad in this is nothing. The, the, the purple, whatever I'm not, that has nothing that has no character. I would have liked to have that, that had a little bit more, uh, spine behind it, I guess, not from the spine people. Mm. And who, who, who else, who's a stellar, who's, who stood out? I mean, the, the antagonist daughter with the really great vicious haircut, um, she was a standout character. And did you all know that the old lady, like a third of the way through was also going to be a bad guy? Cause I saw that coming. The, chi- uh, the from Talonland. I didn't, uh, when we first, yeah. when we first saw her, I didn't think of anything of her, but then when, uh, we saw the stone. We saw the original leader was uh, turned was turned to stone, I think. And then, um, yeah. And then I was like, oh, okay. Well, then, I was, who's the only other character? It was either her or the baby. Those are the only two choices because uh, economy <laughs> of characters. But <laughs> oh no, yeah, I knew it was going to be the old lady. She has had that, you know. Oh, come here, let me take care of you. Yeah. Nope, I'm scared of you. Not going to happen. So, so yeah, I like the characters in this movie, and I, yeah, I'm going to give them a four. What about you, Nicole? Mm. I th- I also really like the characters. I think that Raya is really fun to watch. She's not like overly made into this really badass character. She's like still a has, superwoman or something. Yeah, she definitely still yeah. has heart and soul to her and still has that main goal at the end, which is to bring peace and bring her father back, which I really like. You know, it's so funny to me. There's like sometimes where I wish that the main character would like go off the handle and become like evil <laughs> because it would make the, <laughs> it would make the movie more fun. But um, yeah. she kind of one... does. I mean, she doesn't get evil at the end, but she does. You know, embrace her dark side. And she does that causes issues. So Some, she does. But sometimes I wish it was like oh my god that was so stupid nobody wants that to happen and i'm like i kind of want that to happen but i didn't want that to happen in this one i wanted it to happen the way that it did so i really think that she was a great main character i like all of her little cronies that she picks up like i said and one person from each part of the land joins her in the in the quest like that's really what the whole movie is about is bringing these people together again which was really cool to see and um you know at the at the end when we see more of that connection with everybody like that's really nice the the main villains to me the two the the mother daughter duo they're kind of they kind of get washed away for me because i feel like they are very stereotypical of being the villain but they don't have enough badness to them to make them like cool villain like they're not cruel to Bill to me. You know what I mean? Uh, they don't think they're evil either. Yeah. I mean, they're looking out for their well, own people. They're not evil. We see like the, the the mom is teaching like school kids, and the, the and they're they're doing it for their own self interest. They're just not thinking of the larger tribe. They're thinking of their well. Personal I guess tribe. to me, yeah. the extremities are like what I want. And when there's someone who still has a little bit of good in them, I'm like, nah, that's not what it's supposed to be. You <laughs> like, want the mustache twirling like villain? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. I don't want a complex character yeah, here. No. I just want somebody want bad. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Um well, that's the that's the purple thing that we never get to be mad at. So Yeah, that's kind because, of lackluster. Well how do you it? hate it? It's just yeah. doing whatever it does. It's like a virus. Like it doesn't like try to do anything it just is but it's so simply held away by a one little piece of the of the jewel it just it's really 
just haphazard. So I also really love Aquafina in this. I love I like her in general, and the fact that they made yeah. it look like her is so fucking hysterical to me. I think that as that both was, a dragon and a person, like, it was the best. <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad that they made that choice. It was just really funny, and the 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 sidekick isn't the, my isn't the best sidekick of Disney movies, if I have to say. Yeah, um, you usually like the dumb animals. You didn't like Tuk Tuk as much. I, you were not dying as I thought you might, uh, with you know, as you do with a lot of other. No, Disney he animals. wasn't as good as other sidekicks. Um, <laughs> he was more of a vehicle than a sidekick, really. <laughs> he was a vehicle. <laughs> I mean, really, that's he's like, uh, like Appa from Last Airbender. Well, I've never yeah, seen there was a lot of either. Airbender things. Oh yeah, four here. nations. So does that just mean it's, that it's just grouping similar. it into another Asian thing? This is the only thing they've got for Asian people is just four worlds combining and there's a there's a bear looking creature. No, there's five in this one. Oh, no, this oh. is five. This is very different. Oh, okay. Yeah, come on. Not the same at all. Um so hey, if you're going to if you're going to model something Airbender's a good one to do because that's a that's a great show. So Well, I bet there's people that saw that saw this movie and found more similarities of it because it doesn't seem very new. But um I'm gonna. I'll give it a. I'll give it a four for this. Also. Yeah, I uh, Aquafina remains undefeated. Thankfully, I thought this would be the one where I'm like, oh, I don't know if this goofy side character is gonna work. But if, well, I don't know why I even doubted. She's. Ne- I have yet to see an uh, Aquafina performance I didn't really like. So uh, undefeated yeah. remains for me. Good, good little side squad. I, my favorite of the side squad is actually one we haven't talked. We talked the least about is the guy, the, the little kid who runs the boat. Who yeah. like his boat is like a shrimp restaurant, and he makes all this like noodle dishes and. Uh, he's, I like him quite a bit. And he's a hustler for sure. Yeah. The, we don't get much from the tail end. All we know is this, it's a world with this 10 year old. And that's the thing that we get the 10 year old runs the boat. And then the next we're like, ah, 10 year olds running this like thing in this boy, world. And then we get to the next place and it's a literal baby and a pack of like monkey <laughs> creatures that run the town. I'm like, all right, well, I guess it, it's, it's all bets are off here. And then when we get to. Uh, spine land there's literally just one dude left i'm like all right <laughs> this is like this is uh the world is much different than uh, i was expecting I, 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 like i don't usually want movies to be longer but i could have used a little more world exploration because the the uh, individual lands were very interesting to me yeah. um yeah raya solid protagonist with a good arc same goes for the antagonist uh, namari they both have good uh yin yang arcs who else in here? Yeah, everyone, you know, some of the, some of the other characters, like the the mom and the dad, the the uh, what does it say? Namari's mom and Raya's dad are more uh, de- vehicle devices than full fleshed characters, which is fine because I think it makes their children more interesting, which are the the yeah. more main characters. Um, Tuck Tuck, I, I thought was solid. I, I as soon as I saw him, I'm like, oh, that's that's Appa, <laughs> except instead of flying, he rolls because it looks very similar to Appa from Avatar: or Last Airbender. Um, <laughs> Yeah, solid, solid characters, funny, funny characters. Like I laughed quite a bit. Um, yes, which I, which I was, I was, uh, and what I was, I went in thinking, you know, because the newer Disney Warrior Princess type movies are, I, I mean, you think Moana, Frozen, to a lesser extent, Brave, because that's Pixar, and it's a little different. Like the style's a little different. Yeah. Um, but like I, I thought of those, and like I don't like those as much as a lot of people seem to like that. I know everyone in the world loves Frozen, and Moana has a really big following. Uh, but I like these characters and like this world and this this uh, the things that these characters were doing much more than those other two. I, I really enjoyed this in comparison to uh, Frozen and Moana. Do you know I why? Like these characters better. Do you know why? There are, was. You, are you going to tell me why? No singing in this movie. This was an actual, just dramatic movie. There was we didn't have to learn things through song, and I think that I get. Well, you say that, but my favorite Disney movie of all time is Mulan, which is full of singing and great songs. But uh... right, but the ones that you just mentioned that are sort of the the latter of what we've been, you know, what what Disney's put out recently are well, they're I, song I just heavy. Don't... The Frozen story is boring, and the second one, both of them, they're very boring plots. I like uh, Anna and Elsa's characters quite a bit, uh, maybe more so than some of the characters here. But their story is very. But they and they have Olaf, who I do not like. Right. I don't like the guy and the reindeer in those movies, and the the whole, the plots of those are just 
dreadfully boring. And then Moana is is got a couple of funny side characters, but I don't. Fo- I, same thing with that story. I don't. I don't really care as much. I think this story is better. And the characters flow with it more. I don't think it's the singing. There's a lot of Disney movies uh, that uh, really? I like that have very heavy singing. Yeah, I thought this was Beauty like Beasts, very music. Yeah, I know, I but like I think that. that this there's something about this movie that would have been like uh, having it be a musical of any sort would have just put me off of it. I think I think because it's it's refreshing to not have it definitely didn't a Disney need it. movie that's full of songs. I I like them too. I mean, Beauty and the Beast is my favorite. You know modern day fit uh disney film but i i don't know i just think that it was interesting that's why maybe that's part of the reason i think that this feels more mature and like for a more mature audience than what you know disney usually plays to yeah i I like this more i don't know it's it's a combination of things i just uh um, this one plays better for me but uh yeah characters solid across the board i'm with you guys a four um on to the next visual and sound back to you nicole Oh, well, this is, <laughs> this Listen. is the shining star of this movie is the visual and sound. I mean, it is so mm-hmm. beautifully made. If there's anything to gush over in the movie, it's got to be the realism of everything. Just every little wind gust and they've truly perfected making an animated movie look like a real movie there's one scene in particular i remember she's it's in the beginning and she's um walking towards like the the shrine that they keep the jewel in and she goes in this little tunnel and it's made out of some sort of rock walls or whatever and mm-hmm. just the light that's shining through it and it, it looks like a real it looks like real rocks and she looks like a real person walking in there. Like it could have been like a part of the, um, like Indiana Jones or something. It just looked exactly yeah. like it. And it, I was so blown away by that. And they left it cutesy where they needed to, like they didn't make a realistic dragon, which I'm happy about because, you know, adding that little bit of cuteness <laughs> in and the characters are of course still looking animated, but just the scenery is what, grabs me watching this more so than the other things i don't know how true to any asian culture the clothing that she had on was but it looked cool i mean i don't know if it's if it's right or not as and also a lot of the things like the kid making kanji and on the boat and things like that like i don't know if they've just kind of gathered different bits and pieces but everything cohesively just works perfectly for me. I think it was really nice. Um, the fighting scenes were really good. And just the whole spectacle of the dragons and them walking on air and all the little things that she can do and her big hair when she's in a human. Just all, all these things are really nice to look to look at and i'm happy that they did it this way so i'll give it i'll give it a four five what do you have okay well i don't know if the dragons are realistic or not because dragons don't exist but <laughs> this is true um yeah, they made it, but they made aquafina a cutesy <laughs> dragon as opposed to I imagine if, it was like a lord, if aquafina's voice kind of came out of like a lord of the rings dragon or whatever right know, yeah movie. <laughs> game of thrones dragon whatever game of thrones dragon yeah this is not your game of thrones dragons that's for sure yeah, this was a really pretty movie. It was realistic. There were so many homages to a lot of things that I love, including the Indiana Jones piece of it. You're right. That was straight out of Indiana Jones. In fact, at one point, isn't there like a ball that gets dislodged and, you know, watch out, <laughs> it's coming. Um, so gush, gush, gush. I loved everything about the beauty of it. The, I mean, hair. I, I could probably just talk forever about how... The hairstyles are just too perfect for the characters. I mean, you, if you don't know anything about them, you look at their hairstyles and you know exactly what what they're about. Do they have a very severe, uh, you know, haircut? Well, you know that they're going to be a severe character. Are mm-hmm. they? Do they have this hair that's like you know, wild and crazy? Then you know they're going to be this you know, fun loving, uh, active 
dragony kind of character. So um, I loved all of that. I don't love the whole dragon thing in general. I'm not drawn to that sort of thing at all. And so that was actually my least favorite part of this movie is when like the dragons were flying in the air. And I, I, I like when I could forget that it was actually about uh, dragons. Having said that, Aquafina as a dragon. Just the one was enough. Was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I just needed one, really. That was uh, also a humanoid at, at, at many points many places but um but yeah disney really just hit it out of the park with this with just i felt like i was watching a non-animated film with real dragons because that's how it felt for me uh this is a solid cinco it's a five yeah i if you can afford it and it's open where you are i am pro theaters for this yeah one i think that makes a, a big difference big screen really good uh experience um then that's the number one thing and that's what what it was is i i this movie had me like the flow kept me going it it had me it, it had me sucked in i was like really flowing with the whole thing when the emotional beats hit i'm with it mm-hmm. uh like all the action bit, bits hit really well i haven't even mentioned directors yet don hall and carlos lopez estrada are the co-directors on here don hall was on big hero six probably the biggest thing people know him from i like that movie quite a bit and uh carlos lopez estrada made blind spotting if anyone's seen that, which is a very, if you told me the guy from Blindspotting was doing a Disney animated movie, I would be shocked because that does not, uh, if you've ever seen that, it does, does not seem to match up. But their their styles work really well together. I see styles from both the, their directorial work in here. And oh, her sword. Her sword is so sweet. It's like a oh, yeah. whip. Sword it's like a steel cool. chain yeah. whip. It like, yeah. flies around and then comes back. Oh, it's so good. I love it. Uh, <laughs> a lot of good, a lot of good creative stuff in here. Um, it did not have the musicalness of it, but uh, I don't think I missed that. Nor, nor do I think it detracts from the other movies we were talking about earlier. But uh, uh, yeah, good, good action storytelling wise uh, for all the emotional bits, the 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 way they presented everything sucked me in it really sucked me in That's yeah why me too i think the next segment could be even higher for me but this is a four or five uh very high on the visual and sound uh and the ending here this whole movie we haven't really talked too much about the theme is the theme is a trust thing it's trust it's uh forgiving the people who have wronged you earning trust back being too trusting very trust heavy is what uh, this whole thing is about uh and uh, once raya and her squad is together they're gonna go and get the last piece from the from fang and uh by accident uh raya causes namari to shoot uh to shoot sisu when Sisu is trying to appeal to the better nature, because that's how everyone her her everyone else's strategy is to fight, to to steal, to get some weird plan that's going to hurt people, and Sisu's strategy is always bring them a gift, just like the father, bring them a gift, yeah. and they'll like you, and then they'll they'll well the guys can help each other out because that's like the old ways, and that's like her her trusting ways, uh, but uh, we think Sisu has been killed, and now the. The creatures are getting stronger. The Druun are getting stronger now that she's gone. The the pieces of the orb are being less effective. Uh, there's a couple of last-minute fight scenes, and everyone has their little piece of the orb, everyone in the squad, as well as Namari. And uh, they choose to sacrifice themselves, Raya first, to give the pieces up so that they can make one ball, and then the, uh, the Druun turn them into the stone. Um, so all of the one by one, our squad sacrificed themselves and ultimately Namari has to make the decision to put the orb together and it doesn't look like it's going to work, but at the last second it works and the yep. orb comes together and it blows ever all the drune away and the dragons come back. Everyone, not just Sisu, but her whole family and all the old dragons come back. Uh, and then, uh, Rhea gets to have her reunion with her father uh, after you know six years and everyone uh, there's finally peace in the kingdoms when they all come back to heart and celebrate and uh, yeah they, they, the Kamandra has been reunited once more so very nice ending there what do you think of the resonance and feel Mama Kay? I wanted to watch this movie as again as soon as I finished watching this movie which I think the last time I said that was about soul my- I think yeah, you're right. It was about Seoul. I was thinking the one before that was the Bong, <laughs> Bong Joon-ho movie. Um, why did I can't think of those? Well, you also said that about the beach bum, so I don't really know oh, what your criteria Jesus. is for one of three immediately. I think the beach bum I might have been drinking, but I'm not sure. <laughs> um, 
And I was not, there was no, there was no drinking in the theater all by myself. It's very loud when you're chewing all by yourself in the theater. Anyway, Residence and Feel. Yeah, I wanted to see this movie again right away. I, it's somehow, uh, they, it played right to everything that I, I like in, in film. Um, so the Residence and Feel for me is a five for this movie and it's all I can do to wonder like, when is this going to come out on Disney plus and not have to cost me $30? Cause I really don't want to drop $30 on it, but I'm contemplating. So nothing's worth $30 for something that you already pay for. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could go mm. see it again. Cause I got that, I got that AMC pass. So I can always go and uh, get this again. Yeah, depending on the, the time availability. Uh, we'll see. Uh, what do you think? Wow. Yeah, Nicole? Okay. Yeah, I, I really like this, too. I was completely invested the whole time. You know, I think it was really beautifully made. And I think that the message is really nice. It wasn't too cheesy like it could have been. I think that a lot of people will enjoy the the message and the look of this movie and the playfulness and just the great performances by every actor that's in this. I thought everybody did a really great job. So I'm going to give it a four or five because I really liked it. I would definitely see this again, too. I'm usually not a two timer. So, ah, you're not a two timer, two timer, Nicole. <laughs> yeah, this is the, this is the highest point of the movie because it's greater than the sum of its parts, I think. Uh, and I, I, you know, uh, that the tears are very important. I got, uh, choked mm-hmm. up a couple of times in here, but by the end, when she reunites with her father, it is tears yeah, down the face. I, was crying too. Uh, I say Nicole was there too. I was like, whenever I see Nicole wiping, uh, from the side of her glasses in the theater, I'm like, wow. yes, yes, <laughs> it got her. Like she actually, this was a worthwhile experience. I didn't just drag her to see another movie. She didn't want to see. Um, <laughs> so that, that's always, uh, uh, rewarding when I get that, huh. uh, that was interesting. <laughs> well, because I, I know at the very least it was like, oh, I, I, I didn't just waste her time and she, she actually got something out of this. So that's nice. Um, it is a very fun movie, stro- stronger emotionally than I was expecting. And it's very odd that this and uh, I Care A Lot are probably my two tops of the year so far when they are in polar opposite spectrums as far as the where their hearts are and their morals and uh, what uh, they're yeah. saying about the world. They're very opposite movies in, in their messaging, uh, but I like them both quite a bit. Uh, this, and, this gives and me maybe, hope for your soul, Brennan. Yeah, I, I just like, uh, I like what I like. There's, there's I, I like some extreme storytelling. This is very good. Uh, so we are <laughs> at the end here. Uh, uh, Nicole, are you going to recommend Ryan the Last Dragon? Yes, I will. I think that everybody would like this. Mama K? I'm going to recommend it. See it at the theater if you can. All right, well, then you know what that means. That is three recommends for Ryan the Last Dragon. All all pretty uh, solid ones. Um, Before before we turn it over to our our last minute thing, I realized we completely skipped over that the fact that there was a uh, Disney animated short before this whole time. Yes. Yep. I almost forgot about it there. At the beginning, I was like, oh, is it a musical in New York City? Because uh, (laughs) why why is this? Why is this the beginning of this? But wait, did you also get a Tom and Jerry cartoon? Did you get a Tom and Jerry cartoon? No, we did not get that. Oh. We got a Disney short, but not a Tom and Jerry cartoon. I was confused. We got a Tom and Jerry cartoon that was partially in Spanish. And I was like, oh, no. Did I get... A ticket to like this <laughs> the Spanish version of see... Raya. No, did you get a Spanish version of Tom and Jerry, which Tom is in Jerry. theaters now? <laughs> like you could have actually <laughs> Well right, yeah, the movie Tom and Jerry. Well, I was pretty sure I was in the right theater for, you know, Raya, but I was like, Oh man, what is happening here? So anyway, well, we didn't yeah, get so that. I don't really yeah, let's skip over that because I think that was, <laughs> was it good? We don't have to talk about it. We don't talk about it. Well, was I'm it curious. was it yeah, was it worth it was it worth your time 10 seconds 15 seconds was it worth your time of tom and the tom and jerry was yeah. it any good yeah was there anything to talk yeah i'm pretty about sure it? i i'm pretty sure that i saw it when i was a kid it was literally a tom and jerry cartoon from oh, when I was oh like yeah. an old one yeah it was you know the one with the bulldog and the bulldog is ch- you know yeah anyway. let's know if you saw a spanish old tom and jerry cartoon <laughs> before you're 
movie started. I've never heard so of it. So weird. So uh, the the real quick, the short was uh, the first Disney short in several years. Pixar doesn't, but Disney movies have not always done them. Disney animation. It is called Us Again, and it is about a couple, an old, an older couple, and the woman wants to go out and dance with all the people in the streets. It looks like when it rains, everyone dances in the streets and is re- rejuvenated. Uh, but the old man does not want to leave, and then uh, he walks out in the rain and realizes he can be young again while the rain is pouring, and so he goes out and dances with his with his uh, wife of many years they get to be young and then the rain is leaving and he's becoming old again and he's chasing the rain and at the end he's old again but realizes he can dance with his wife while they're old anyway so it's a musical it's silent uh so what do you think uh, quick thoughts on this uh Mom-kay? this was charming i mean i don't think i've ever seen one of these where i was like oh that was a waste of my time um this was charming, they're always but good it's weird I know it's like if you can tell a story in what six minutes or something like that that and and to have it be really you know engaging and emotional and tight and all of that it's 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 really fun to watch I wish that he didn't need this in his life to realize that he could dance with his wife anytime Um, but I'm glad he realized it and uh, I felt a little sad for her but in the end, it turned out okay, but I still felt a little sad for her. But it was good. I really enjoyed it. There you go. Nicole, your thoughts? Yeah, I like the message, too. Not to live in the past and take what you have now for granted type of deal with your spouse, whatever. So um, this, this, the message was, was nice. Um, it looked pretty, and I thought it was just a short, sweet, and to the point. I like the uh, on the TV when he's scrolling through all the channels and everyone's happy and dancing because everyone seems to be happy and dancing in this world. And then he comes onto like a, an old frog that's sitting on a lily pad, just frowning. And then that's the one he like stays on. And I'm like, yeah, that's funny. Uh, um, that's okay. accurate. <laughs> very charming when he's chasing the rain. Very sad for me. Um, and then he loses it. And that, but the the you know his wife stops running with him and just wants to live as they are and it's and it's nice that he uh he realized that at the end um so, did you yeah, cry a short little start uh, i don't think so i think i got i, I got it wasn't long, quite long enough I, I got a little choky but uh no no tears um <laughs> okay it's so crazy to me whatever we'll talk about that later <laughs> what did i get choked up at all? Yes. when he's when he's chasing the rain and the woman's kind of pulling back on his hand and he's still trying to I run i think that you and take things way go. out of proportion of how sad they're supposed to be i don't think they made this with the intention of an almost 30 year old man crying over it i don't understand oh, but you know what i see the i know that was that was rough nicole dang <laughs> she's savage tonight <laughs> the fuck <laughs> I get it though. I I I was emotionally invested in it too. So I I don't I'm not one to cry as much as Britain, but I do feel I I feel I feel the emotion of that. I feel it. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. No. <laughs> She's like, let's get on with this. You're the hardest stone. You're like the the stone people after the the, the purple clouds go through. <laughs> All right, well, three recommends for Raya, as well as three different recommends for us again, the short that came before Raya, and if you have a Spanish Tom and Jerry, you're not the only one. So there's our Raya and the Last Dragon review. Before we go, we have one bit of housekeeping to take care of, because next episode, it's host pick time again. Host pick's that time of the month. It is March's host pick, and Mama K is the picker of the four hosts here. Uh, Mama K, what are you having us watch this time? I'm terrified and scared right now so good start scary movie well <laughs> no she would never pick a scary movie <laughs> you don't know that i mean yeah you do but um i'm sure yeah yeah so um i know we do things that are streaming and available for free this is available for free but you probably are going to have to download the cbs app onto your device um because we're gonna Ugh, so much watch work we're going to watch the Oprah interview with uh, Megan and Harry <laughs> and talk about it. Hey. Oh, I think that I'm going to recruit my girlfriend, Jamie, to be on that episode because she watched that already. There's a yeah, lot yeah. to talk about. People have been trying to talk to me about it uh, for a couple of days now. And I'm like, listen, I have not watched it, so. Yes. All right. Good choice. Well, there you go. The, what is it? So one more time for the audience. What is that again? 
Uh, it's on the CBS app if you didn't DVR it. And it's the Oprah interview of Prince Harry or former, I don't know if he's uh, the prince formerly known as Prince Harry or what, but Harry and Meghan. <laughs> the artist formerly known as Prince Harry. <laughs> the prince formerly known as the artist Harry. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I guess we're doing that. We're going to be talking about that. Uh, well, you guys are joking episode. with me about it earlier. And I was just like, oh, man, they, they're going to hate this. They're going to hate it. But. I didn't think you were gonna actually do it, but all right. Uh, so there you, it's your it's your pick. You get whatever you want if it's streaming. I mean, CBS All Access. You're kind of pushing the limits there, but all right. I guess we'll. It's we'll swing free. It. Well, readily available. I don't want to download a thing, but all right, it's fine, fine. Shut up. Um, so, so we're doing the Prince Harry and what's Shut her up. name? Megan. <laughs> Everyone Megan. knows this beside you, apparently. Uh, interview on Oprah. How long is this, by the way? Oh, I think it's probably two hours. But I mean, you're gonna have to watch some commercials. So sorry about that. You're kidding. <laughs> this is sorry two about. hours with commercials. Two hours with commercials. Oh, you're pushing it. You're really pushing this. All right, <laughs> there you go. We're just doing. We're doing the Oprah interview with the former prince and princess or whatever duchess. I don't know what she's called. Uh, and that'll be coming out in the next episode. God. In the meantime, if you have anything to recommend to us, so we can maybe not do something like that. Films with the women in my life on Facebook. Films with so the women in my life on for Facebook. Not recommending things. You can reach out to me on Instagram. I am Brennan <laughs> underscore Pod Host. And you can email the show filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. And that's going to do it for Raya as well as those shorts that we talked about and the other thing. Uh, thank you guys for being on. <laughs> thanks, Brennan. Until next time, this is Brennan signing off saying thanks for listening and enjoy your movies. Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Keep up with the latest from the show on Instagram at Brennan underscore podhost, on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life, and on Twitter at Films Women Pod. Finally, you can email the show with questions and suggestions at filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke and Chris Iwanek. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies. Thank you.